Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Sometimes I feel like I'm being watched while I sleep. And then when I open my eyes, my cat is standing over me like some sort of demon. <laughs> Sucking your soul. That feeling when you just cannot bear to wear bras anymore, so you seriously consider burning them in a ritualistic fire on the beach. <laughs> been there, sister. I've also been into cold soup lately, because whoever said soup has to be hot? Nobody I know. Dear skinny jeans, there's no easy way to say this, but I'm breaking up with you. It's not you, it's me. Don't worry though, we can still be friends. Have such a good day. What up, y'all? Welcome up, to Have Such a Good Day, the show that wants you to do just this. Episode 146 in the house. How y'all doing out there? Hey, I've been watching Ted Lasso, so I am doing A-OK. That is so funny, Heather. I mean, I love how you like, <laughs> like it wasn't like you were dragging your feet about it because no. I, I've been there. Yeah. That, you know, where someone's like, oh my God, you have to watch this show. It's so great. You have to watch this show. It's so great. And I'm like, I'll get to it. But I know. like well, I have you know, my own stuff, you know, like know. there's there's other stuff, you know, but like I I was definitely on the uh, Heather will love Ted Lasso train because it's just oh, yeah. a very feel good show. Oh, yeah, totally. And the thing is, I did watch the first few episodes like way back when. And one of the issues is I'm like such a TV binge watcher. But like I've said before on the show, my boyfriend is a movie guy. He likes the yeah 60 to 90 minute format and he's mm-hmm. not he does not like binging. It's like not his thing. So that's part of the reason I probably would have already finished Ted Lasso like years ago. (laughs) I know it hasn't been out for years, but um, so I don't have a lot of chances to binge things. So I have to like pick and choose. And I am such a thriller gal. So as much as I like, I love Ted Lasso and I probably love it more than Ozark, but I just crave Ozark. You know, I crave something like that. I crave a thriller something dark and twisted and tell me more about money laundering (laughs) it's not even really that it's just it's the tone i'm looking for sarah i'm looking for atmosphere and tone i got you i I, um there there are plenty of things all the time that people tell me oh sarah you'll love this yeah and i go yeah you know put on the list and maybe i'll get to it and maybe i forget about it but i but i also do that with 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 other people as well where you know when i think someone's going to like something that i Uh really like 
you have to watch this like today like you have to watch it today you know and they'll kind of go like uh-huh uh-huh yeah i'll get to i'm it. annoyed with this because like i so my sister she doesn't listen to the show but one of these days she will and she'll that's why i don't really talk about her that much <laughs> because, <laughs> and it's funny so there's a couple things i want to mention here so we grew up watching movies like we are total we like a lot of the same things um, she's really into documentaries. I mean, I'm into documentaries too. She might be slightly more into them. I mean, we obviously have our preference, our personal preferences, but I will tell her a movie that I'm like, you will love this. And she's like doing nothing. She has no plans to watch anything that night. And she convinces me she's going to watch it. And then I, t I check in with her the next day and I'm like, don't fuck with me. You're going to watch it tonight, right? Because I want to talk to you about it. Yeah. She makes all kinds of excuses of why she didn't watch it. And then it totally <laughs> slips through the cracks and she never watches it. And I'm like, dude, like seriously, she like doesn't take me seriously sometimes. I think though, in, you know, in your sister and anyone else's defense, who's like, yeah, no, I've been through this. It's, it, uh, I always, you have I to always be in remember, the mood kind of thing. You have to be in a mood. And it's also, I feel like when somebody tells me with almost too much enthusiasm how much i'm gonna like something <laughs> yeah. i'm worried that i won't like it totally you know yeah, and like, then you're gonna like disappoint this... that person yeah we're, we're yeah or you're just like now we have to talk about it i remember this is like <laughs> a million years ago but when forrest gump came out mm -hmm. you know in the theaters right you know this is like well before streaming services like you gotta go to the theater watch forrest gump and everybody saw the movie and it won best picture at the oscars that year I had not seen it, you know, and, and the more that I didn't watch the movie, the more people were like, that is so crazy. Like, <laughs> how do you, how have you not watched it? You know? And the more that this happened, the more I was like, now I don't want to, like, yeah, I just feel totally. like, I feel like you're like pushing me like down some sort of like a well, <laughs> like, I just don't, I don't. I will watch it when I want to, like, stop. I and know, course, I know what you mean. I eventually did watch it, and it was a really good movie. You got to reverse engineer it and just say, like, yeah, this exactly. movie, yeah. like, you probably, I don't know if you'll really like it that much. This, but. Yeah, it's maybe a little <laughs> highbrow for you. But I really want to know your opinion. You might and, yeah, not get it. Downplay it or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I need to think about this. I need, like, a, a new way of triggering her, too to do what I tell her. Anyway, I'm also, you know, so caught up with these puzzles lately, Sarah. I'm like the puzzle queen. I mean- You really are. I, I mean, I might not have the best short-term memory, but I am a whiz at puzzles. And like, I've been getting, I've been breezing through the New York Times crosswords like really fast. Um, granted, you know, when it gets toward the end of the week, it gets a lot more challenging, but I'm, yeah. I, I can really tell I'm getting better. Like I can really see that my mind is sharper. Well, if, if you're joining us for the first time, uh, welcome. Uh, this is the <laughs> Have Such a Good Day of the show that uh, tries our, our very hardest to to make some sense out of the absurdity of everyday life. And, mm -hmm. uh, and you know, we're, we're all kind of holding each other's hands, have, have, <laughs> having, a, having a good hour out of the week. And I don't know, Heather. I mean, that's kind of what we're doing. Yeah, I mean, you kind of encapsulated it. Like, we try to laugh so we don't spend our days crying. It's kind of like cheap therapy <laughs> right. a little bit. We just kind of want to have some fun. Imagine if you didn't have the show just, you know, waking up sobbing. <laughs> sobbing and sobbing. I, I sort of, so, it's like a you know, feel good. You're welcome. It's sort of a feel good thing, maybe, you know, like hopefully we make you feel good at the Certainly end of the hour. Certainly is for us. So, yeah. so to everybody who's on uh, the journey with us, uh, we love y'all. Uh, we see many of you in Discord, um, mm -hmm. and uh, some of, some of our patrons send us 
real nice notes. Uh, please do keep that coming, by the way. If you ever, if we ever talk about something that strikes a chord, hi yeah. at havesuchagoodday.com is where to send that email. Uh, we really appreciate that. And I'd really like to know if there's anybody out there that does cry because of our show or if our show has made you cry in the past. Um, well, I've cried on our us. show plenty of times. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> I've cried inside a little bit more than on the outside. Um, so you w maybe didn't notice, but... Uh, but please let us know. Hi at HaveSuchAGoodDay.com. We miss hearing from y'all. We do. We do. And we'd like to hear more. Well, speaking of, you know, having a good week, um, it has been a good week. Uh, it's been sort of tumultuous um, in my week. Um, just kind of personal life stuff. Mm -hmm. um, nothing crazy. Nothing crazy. But um, what I am trying to do is get a lot of financial things in order. And Heather, I know you can relate. Um, I, I already got my tax return. So that was real Good quick, on you. which was which was amazing. I mean, not that it was like that much money, but it was a return. Mm -hmm. And last year in 2021, from the time that I filed in April, I didn't get my return until like end of July, August, you know, because they were so backed up. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I kind of assumed that it was going to be the same thing this year. Uh, fortunately for me, it uh, was processed real quick. So that's great. But um, congrats. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's, you know, listen, I mean, even if I got $2 as a return, I consider that a win, you know, that I don't owe money, you know. Yeah. And it's not, it's not always like that every year. So, so yeah, we, we did okay. But there are... You know, speaking of finances, there are a bunch of other things that I'm chipping away at. And I've got this, you know, I have my to-do list, which is like my to-do list, which is sort of a, a living, breathing to-do list is like things like wash the dog blankets, mm -hmm. <laughs> empty the dishwasher, like, like it's stupid stuff. But like that stuff that it's like, I need to do that kind of on a daily basis, mm -hmm. you know? And mm -hmm. then and then it makes me feel good to be able to say, okay, I did that so I can take this off my to-do list. This is all on my computer. And then I have my kind of like, just looking ahead, here are the things that I also need to deal with. But like, doesn't have to be like in the next hour. And one of those things is getting my passport renewed because it's expired. Now, mm. uh, there was a time um, not that long ago where having an expired passport would fill me with like so much anxiety, like the idea that I couldn't just go to SFO today and mm -hmm. like fly to Paris mm -hmm. just because it would be an issue because the passport, not that I'm doing that, but I want to be able to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, that would have, you know, sent me into a spiral, but mm -hmm. with COVID I wasn't flying. So passport expired and I was like, yeah. That's something I have to do. But now, um, you know, life's getting a little, not not totally back to normal, but back to normal in the sense that uh, I may fly internationally, mm -hmm. you know, sooner than later. And I need to deal with that. And it's not that hard to get your passport renewed. You know, you just mail it in and they send you a new one. But it's just something I have to do. Mm -hmm. But uh, but the bigger one is that I am, I've been leasing my car for three years and lease was up recently and I decided to just buy the car uh, for a variety of reasons. First of all, um, there's a huge automobile shortage right now um, mm -hmm. and that's for, you know, new cars, used cars, lease cars, Supply all chain. the cars. 
yeah, supply chain bullshit. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I'm well aware of it. And I did enough sort of digging around to be like, okay, well, what are my options? And to be honest, my leasing options, because I, I actually, I kind of like a lease because my car is always new, you know, mm -hmm. and, and I, I, you know, that's, you pay for, you pay for the convenience of that. But um, the leasing options were like astronomical. I, I mean, I was like, wow. I, yeah, like, I mean, I can't pay like, I can't. So do you I, think I pay a certain amount per month and that's what I would expect to pay for my new car and if it's going to be like 300 more dollars per month like we're not so doing leasing that. costs have gone up with I know I know a lot about the supply chain and the rent and, and renting cars and and buying used cars and buying new cars but I didn't really think about the leasing. So did the it's all the same go up? because yeah. it's all inventory. If you don't sense. have inventory, you know, the dealership, I, I talked to the people who, uh, you know, at my local, I have a Volvo, the Volvo dealership and they're great. I mean, mm -hmm. it's not like, like, I'm like, oh, what a bunch of assholes or anything like that. Mm -hmm. But they're like, we don't have inventory here. Yeah. So, I mean, we are not incentivized to give you a deal at all. And in <laughs> fact, it's kind of marked up. Yeah. Because if you don't take it, somebody will, because they're mm -hmm. going to be desperate. And I'm like, yeah, I don't want to play that game. So I, and I also like my car. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's a great car. I, I was good. I, you can build some equity and I, yeah, I'm kind of exactly. over-leasing at this point, honestly. I don't know. I was into well, it for a while, it's, but. It's, it's, it's very much a personal decision and yeah, I'm sure. not going to, you know, <laughs> it's whatever works for y'all. Yeah. But, uh, but for me, this made the most sense to me, at least for now. And, mm -hmm. you know, if I change my mind later, then, you know, and things are a little bit different, I could sell my now used car and, mm -hmm. you know, think about other things. But I, I really like my car. I, there's nothing, there's nothing I don't like about my car. It's, it's one of the best cars I've ever had. So so I've been kind of like doing that whole thing and boy, is it a shit show, Heather. Um, <laughs> and it's like, okay, well, I'm going to buy out a lease. So, you know, there's, there's a sticker price for doing that. And you either can pay in cash, which I cannot, or you mm. can finance it yep. and you figure out how you're going to do that. And I have figured that out, you know, with, you know, my, my, my own personal banking system and all, all that's good. But and a calculator. <laughs> yes, exactly. With a calculator that works. <laughs> but, uh, but, but the, so I'm, I'm talking to like a, you know, there's sort of a bank and then there's also like the Volvo people mm -hmm. and they, they don't talk to each other. I'm the, you know, mediary between the two and everybody needs like a document and the document you know it's sort of like okay I've got the document how do I send that to you oh upload it and then I'm like well it did like the upload failed I don't know like what's going on with the, like your online portal like mm -hmm. is there some other way I could send it oh you could like send it you know via mail where I'm like the USPS <laughs> oh my god okay we're doing that now. So I'm still, I'm still in the throes of, of this, of this nightmare, but, um, it's going to be fine. I mean, even probably by the end of, you know, today or tomorrow, it, it'll all be worked out, yeah. but it just, I just get a little eye rolly sometimes where I'm just like, okay, Why is I know, this so hard? I know. Yeah. Like nobody's having a good time here. Like it's not going to be fun to like deal with this, but it shouldn't be as nitpicky annoying as it is. Oh yeah, totally. but it is. It is. It is, and it's funny because you know technology has 
it, it really has made our lives a lot easier in a lot of ways, but it's kind of like, well, now there's all these options. Cause before it was like snail mail only, you know, um, now it's like snail mail, like a janky portal that, because I, I had the same situation doing my taxes. Like I would upload a PDF and it wouldn't, it, it was just like, this is not a PDF. And I'm like, yes, it is. Oh my God. I had that same situation. It was like, it was like, it, this is an outdated PDF. You need to be on version <laughs> 1.4 where I'm like, this is like part of Mac OS. Like what is going on here? You know, it's actually really funny. We're, we're already talking about this, but I, I'm leaving town in a few days, day after tomorrow. But in the meantime, I, I have a bone to pick with technology. I have a few bones actually. Okay. So right. I'm, I'm really happy that you, you set the tone. Okay. Yeah. You set yeah. the tone and I'm, I am grateful for technology. Don't get me wrong. And I don't want to bag on it. Louis CK had a whole bit about flying in a plane and how people bitch about, Oh, the overhead bins are full. And you know, my, this kid is kicking my seat, but like, you're actually flying in like a aluminum machine. That's like taking you to another country, like stop bitching kind of thing. So it's like, I don't want right. to bitch about technology, but sometimes you can be a bitch ass bitch. So I have a few examples. Example number one, and you're going to like my third one the best, Sarah, I think. So okay. All right. I'm, Let's it. <laughs> you ready? Okay. So I'm, ready. I'm having lunch with my French family. See, these are the parents that I lived with or they housed me in Paris when I lived in, in Paris and I taught English to their kids. I'm still very close to one of their kids. And so we're going to have a fancy lunch at Zuni in San Francisco. You probably know that restaurant, Sarah. Love Zuni. And they have yeah. a great Caesar salad. It's great a Caesar really salad. hard place to make a reservation, but that's not the story that I have for you here. But, <laughs> uh, but anyway, so I'm going to have my road trip kicks off with this, you know, fancy lunch with my French family. So I'm, you know, we just had this French election. It's, it's been super interesting. I've been, you know, trying to follow it because my French father, uh, Jean-Marc, is really into the politics. He actually left France. He lives in Germany now because he was so tired of the French politics. So we tend to get into these conversations and my French is pretty decent, but I was like, you know, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna pop back into Duolingo to brush up on my political mm -hmm. vocab and maybe do a little like conversational back and forth. They have those little bots that you can talk with. And I, yeah. and I haven't used Duolingo in a while, but it is on my homepage, my phone, because I, I like knowing, I like to remind myself like, hey, if you have an idle moment, pop into Duolingo and brush up on your French. And so it's been many months. I would say it's been at least four months since I've been into that app. So I, I go into the app and I, it says to log in, you know, with email. So I'm like, ah, of course, I can't really remember my password. So I'm like, oh, I'll just log in with, uh, you know, they give you the option. You could log in with Google, Facebook, Apple. None of them worked. It like didn't recognize me at all. Like even my email, it didn't recognize. And I'm, and then, so it's like, you know, I thought the first thing I thought I was like, let me delete the app and then re-upload it. Cause sometimes it's, that's the problem, but I didn't want to lose my data. You know, that's important shit. I was like, God, have I been blacklisted? Anyway, I haven't figured it out yet. I'll probably try to do the online. Maybe I'll go to the website and see if I can chat somebody up. But my example number two is, so we have this new Google TV that we got at Costco, which is awesome. It's like a, I think it's like a 60 inch. It's mounted, it's dope. 
The only issue we are having with it physically is we still have the cables hanging down, which I know you would not approve of, Sarah. Um, but it requires I mean, drilling I, into I, the wall. And, and this is not thing, something so. that I would ever knock you for. But yes, in my own home, can't happen. I know. And it's it has it's to a, be like they have to be like obfuscated somehow. I know it does bug me. And sometimes I notice them more than others. Like, you know how you after a while, you just kind of stop noticing them. But but it's something it's on my long to do list, put Sarah. You like a vase or something like uh, in front of it and two just of call them. it a day. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. It's it, <laughs> yeah. when once you come up and visit me, if you ever do, I'll, I'll show you, and you'll be like, "Yeah, hmm. dang, that's a that more felt complicated. like a threat." <laughs> if you ever, if you ever come up here, Sarah. it was. Well, I was thinking the other day. I was like, "Man, Sarah, Sarah has this whole probably whole picture painted in her head of like where I am, but like it's not. You know, it's not realistic. I mean, maybe it is." But I just thought, yeah, one of these days it'll happen. I'll have a garden party and I'll invite you. We and we will all the dogs. We, we will for <laughs> show um, yeah. make it up there um, yeah. sooner than later. Let's okay. Twenty twenty two. Mark a cow. I'm penciling it in. I'm penciling it in. <laughs> so okay. So this TV. So it's a fantastic TV. It's one of those Google, you know, smart TVs. That whole thing. And you know, and and it's like with technology. It's like there's always something. You know, obviously this is a better TV than I had. The the one I had was was great, but this is. Just just way more evolved and you know there's always things the new things that work differently than your older model or just doesn't work the same and so you're like there's a learning curve or has like a wacky new feature you don't understand mm -hmm. or whatever so nothing's perfect that's cool but yeah. we kind of expect it to be and I think that's another story it's like we I think we get irritated with technology you know we kind of expect it to be a little bit more seamless so I finally sat down um, I was under the weather I guess it was Saturday Maybe it was yesterday. It might have been yesterday. Can't remember. Um, but uh, I, uh, I just have <laughs> very, weather, very, very bad allergies, and so I was just sneezing and just felt really tired. So I like, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna catch up on Ted Lasso. What a great opportunity! And so I did some satisfying binging, and uh, you know, unfortunately, I had to, I had to press pause a lot to deal with my animals on some reason or another one of them wanted whatever it was there was knocks at the door so i had i paused it probably at least six to eight times uh <laughs> and every time i paused it it was like a minute that i was pausing it like i was gone for 30 seconds to a minute it wasn't that long that i was pausing it i went back you know i woke up my my tv and it started the whole episode from the beginning it didn't save mm. my spot and I was like, ah, yeah. but I couldn't figure it out. I, I need to, I need to deal with that. I need to Google it. I know that there's probably threads out there. If you guys have any advice, please let me know. Hyatt have such a good day.com. Um, okay. So example number three, I'm saving the best for last. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um, spam has gotten sophisticated as we all know. I'm pretty good at knowing when it's bullshit. Like when I get an email and I'm like, eh, that's phishing or whatever. And I, I immediately put it to my spam folder. But these days I'm getting spammy looking stuff, but it's not actual spam. And so for the last three months, I've been getting this email and it's, the subject line is Havertown Moms of Teen Meetup, M-O-M -M is all capped. And I'm like, oh, that seems weird. Like Havertown, where's that? Like, I'm not a mom, like, what is this? And so I immediately just put it in a spam folder, just thinking, oh, it's a mistake, whatever. 
but yeah. it was the thread that kept on giving whenever anybody would reply i would get like mm -hmm. if you're all still hanging out and not about to wrap it up i'll come in after I'll, I'll come meet you guys after lisa i think saturday night might be easier for you to meet i'll try to be flexible if others prefer sunday thanks for hosting jill and i'm just like what is this this is this can't be spam or maybe it is i don't know and like where's havertown and so I, you know, I continued to be patient with this thread and I just kept putting it to spam, wasn't working. And I'm like, who are these people? So I write back, you know, four to six months later and I say, hi, you know, I'm nice. You know, I said, I don't think you meant to have me on your thread. And this woman, apparently she's also Heather Frank, but she has some lame email like Heather Frank, you know, dot two one five. Yeah, something. Yeah. And she goes, hi, I'm really sorry, but who are you? And I was like, um, and then she the said, the person you've been emailing. Yeah. Like it was, I was almost offended by her response. Cause I was like really nicely going, um, hi, I think this is the wrong email. Like I, I stated pretty clearly like who, who I was in the situation. And she's like, hi, no comma. I am really sorry, but who are you? Total run on sentence. The thread says you are me question mark. <laughs> Well, I, just, I thought of you immediately, She's probably Sarah. just like totally confused. Like, who is this other Heather Frank? I'm 100%. Like, yeah. Like, which yeah. is like, what happened was somebody had her email, but yeah. then was like, mm, maybe we'll just like throw in like. We'll throw the, in the like, generic Heather Frank at gmail.com kind of thing. Well, now you just yeah. gave everybody your email address. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm Sarah Lynn at Gmail. You can email me too. It's no big deal. But, <laughs> but, uh, but. But yeah, like I've definitely been there before, uh, especially being, I mean, I don't know how common Heather Frank as a name is. I would assume fairly somewhat probably. common. Somewhat, yeah. yeah. Sarah Lane, also somewhat common. I mean, yeah. there are a lot of Sarahs in the world and there are a lot of people with the last name Lane. And mm -hmm. so, you know, um, I, <laughs> the most recent um, uh, uh, experience that I had that kind of sounds like what you just just laid out Heather was there was like there's like some you know what a legionnaire is it's I like a that. yeah it's like a I mean it it the the term goes back to like the Roman Empire or mm -hmm. you know French Foreign Legion kind of thing mm -hmm. um but but there is like a group of American legionnaires I know what you're talking about yeah there may be more than one I don't know but it, it it's like a veteran people of a legion essentially yeah, it's 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 basically it's basically military veterans. Yeah, and I'm on this somehow. I'm on this thread with like ninety other people, oh, and no. you know, I got a couple of the emails. And at first, I was like, "Yeah, like it's spam." I don't know. It's like weird spam. And then I was like, "This actually isn't spam. Mm -hmm. I shouldn't be on here." And so I like, I selectively, you know, not wanting to reply to all ninety people. You know, like someone would would send a note, you know, like an update because they're all like meeting at some meeting yeah, house or totally. I don't even know where they're going. And, you know, I, I would be like, hey, uh, if, if all possible, like I know this is weird, but like this, you, you know, I, I I somehow got added to this and and, you know, you, you don't want me to see this stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's not like I mean. 
it's not like I could like use it against anybody, but it, you know, it, I just feel weird when I'm like, oh, I'm privy to stuff that isn't quite right. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. And they, they, <laughs> Veterans Association, they, they, they like can't <laughs> figure me out. They're like, what is this? It was the exact same thing. Like, who are you? Why are it's you a here? Funny and I'm like, exchange. you did this. Yeah, because yeah. you're like, and I love her. I love the way she wrote me back. I thought it was hilarious. And you could see her little picture. And she's, hi, I'm really sorry, but who are you? And it's like, who am I? Who are you, Heather Frank? Get off my lawn. <laughs> like, <laughs> what the? <laughs> anyway, I, I'd like to know from you guys, um, what is irking you about your technology lately? Anything? Let us know. Hi, have such a good day.com. Oh, indeed. That's my Omar voice from The Wire, if anyone hasn't watched that. Oh, it wasn't, it wasn't so very good. good. I, was, I was talking to somebody about that the other day. Mm. Uh, that uh, So I've watched the first, so I watched The Wire. And if you have read, like, I'm not going to spoil anything if you, mm. if you haven't watched it. So don't worry about it. But uh, it's also like, you know, you get a couple decades in and is it really a spoiler anymore? But I, but I won't talk about specifics, but... I did not watch The Wire when it was on HBO. Mm-hmm. I watched The Sopranos when mm-hmm. when that was live, and I've watched The Sopranos front to back probably maybe three times since then. Yeah, probably. I me find too. it very comforting. Oh, it's so just comforting. it's just this is it's it's just my love language. Mm-hmm. That's that you know <laughs> as as brutal as it is that <laughs> says something about me, and I don't care. But The Wire. You know, people were like, oh, Sopranos is like some some of my friends. Sopranos is pretty good, but like, well, The Wire is like the best show. And I'm like, again, it's like the Forrest Gump thing where I'm like, I don't want to watch it. I'll watch it when I want to someday. I'm just, you know, like I don't want stop force feeding the show. And also like (laughs) stop telling me it's better than the show I love so much. You know, like what? Why are you doing that? So it took me years, 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 years. Um, I think I watched The Wire... I binged it uh, in like, <sighs> I actually remember where I lived. So it would have been 2013. Well, what are, did we watch it at the same time? Or I, because I, I, we talked about The Wire a lot when we were watching. I remember talking to well, you I, about it. I watched it a second time after this. Hmm, this was I the first time I watched it. The first hmm. time I watched it. And, you know, um, I was like, I don't know what I, I, I didn't really know anything about it. And hmm. I really like, sort of crime drama stuff that's totally my thing but like the more I watched it the more I was like okay this is like homework it's like a slog you know because it's not a happy show it's chock full of like like details and names that you really yeah and just sort of of the way the way things work and it's it just feels like like to me it felt like I was in school learning something and that's not a bad thing but I wasn't necessarily enjoying it either. So I got through the got through the whole series and was like, yeah, okay, I'll give it to y'all. It was a pretty good show. But like, mm-hmm. I didn't really like it very much. You know, like, I don't want to do that again. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like I like just like, like, like came up for air. And then a few years ago, I don't really know why. I don't know. There was probably a lull in like cool, you know, programming or whatever. And I was like, you know what? I should watch The Wire again. Give it another mm-hmm. shot. And I liked it a lot more. I remember uh, the, you liking it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was, it, and it's not really that I didn't, 
I don't know. I, I don't really know why. You know, you're just in a different mindset. You might not have been in the right or... mood. It's kind of like I wasn't ready to watch Ted Lasso. And I will say. Exactly. I was, I was into not watching comedies for like a year. Not because I didn't laugh. And I mean, I did laugh in life. I just, I didn't want to watch musicals or comedies for a long time. Like I just, I was in that mode. I don't know. You I know? mean, how many musicals do you have? Like <laughs> I don't not even really. I'm not even a huge musical <laughs> But there's Heather's been the like, reason for years. <laughs> yeah. Musicals were out. <laughs> the King and I, no. <laughs> but like, listen, I love the Umbrellas of Cherbourg. I, there's there are there are musicals that I do love. Don't get me wrong, but like, my boyfriend sometimes will want to put on a musical, and I'm like, oh hell no, I'm not watching that right now. Like, I'm just not in the mood to be like yeah. happy go lucky yeah. tonight. Like, not and not that I'm not happy. I just. I like to, I just want to be sucked into like a drama or something that's more, I don't know what it is. It's like the psychological thing. I can't, I, I, I don't know. I don't I know. I mean, there's, listen, there's a lot of stuff. You know, I, I joke on the show all the time about the fact that I watch like trash television. And mm -hmm. I actually, sometimes I'm like, that maybe isn't even the right term because mm -hmm. that's unkind in general. But like, I watch stuff where it is background it's almost white noise to me yeah totally. you know like i don't even need to look at the tv level. you know i can be like cooking or like taking a shower in the next room kind of thing but like <laughs> i i just i like it i like the cadence of it and it you know it's not for everybody um for sure and yeah i don't know it's 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 the whole yeah the whole tv experience is make it your own yeah that's, that's my advice to you just make it your own <laughs> don't let anybody tell you what to watch and not watch you do yo <laughs> i know we we actually we weren't very successful with our we were going to do our little movie club and we're like okay sarah you watch this we'll talk about it next week and it's like fizzled out really fast I which know. is all good and it's not because I don't want to. I'm just I like, I know uh, you just want to watch what you want to watch it at the time you want to watch it. And exactly. you don't know what mood you're going to be in. And well, it and is it hard. I get it. It kind of goes back to that to do list, right? Yeah. It's like, I have things that I really do have to do. Like, mm -hmm. I can't just pretend that they don't exist. But when it comes to like watching a piece of entertainment content, I'm like, this can be pushed, mm -hmm. you know, and I'll, I'll, I'll get to it or, and if I don't, I don't want anybody to be mad at me either. So sometimes I feel like there's tinges of like Seinfeld or Curb Your Enthusiasm when we talk about these things. I mean, not that we're that brilliant. <laughs> Am I like, Larry that's... David? <laughs> but it's like, I love just like our like minute like deconstruction of like. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, it's one of my favorite things to do. Don't watch this. I don't want to watch it. <laughs> you got the accent down. That's pretty good. Mm, thank you. Uh, well, uh, yeah. I, one of the people I would love to have dinner with is Larry David. Mm-hmm. He's not the only one. Me too. I, I, I have a list, but... Um, Julia Louis-Dreyfus for me. Totally. That would be fun. Yeah, that would be a good one as well, for sure. Gosh, such a crush on her. We'll have to revisit that. I think at one point in one of our episodes way back when, we were like, what are your top three you know, famous people you'd have dinner with. And I think you did say Larry David, or I did. One of us did. I don't think I did, but I, I might feel have. like I should have. Maybe I <laughs> well, did. Now you I can. don't know. I don't we remember. We could do a part two. Yeah, part two. <laughs> well, listen. So Heather, we you were you were lamenting technology uh, earlier in the show. Uh, I get it. I I've I've been having some pain points as well. 
But um, one thing that did happen that's a pretty big story in the world this week is that Elon Musk has bought Twitter. Yep. Yes, he has. Now, I don't really want to, on DTNS, Daily Tech News Show, which is one of the other shows that I co-host, we, we had talked about it on this episode today, earlier today, and we, we will continue to probably throughout the week and for the foreseeable future. Uh, but I don't need to get into like sort of like the minutia of like financials on this show. I don't, I don't think anybody wants me to, but I was sort of thinking today, just, just, just on a very high level of like, okay, Twitter was a public company, publicly traded company, you know, where you or I could be shareholders like anybody mm -hmm. else, you know, as long as you wanted to pay to buy the shares. Now it will, it will be his company. It will go back to being a private company, meaning that he and whoever is the team that mm -hmm. he decides to use, you know, mm -hmm. to help him along can potentially change things. Mm-hmm. Uh, make different rules, uh, roll back things, push things forward. I'm not even saying any of that is necessarily going to be bad because I don't know. This is mm -hmm. all very new. You know, we're recording this the exact same day that this news came out. So mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, what I what I was thinking about, though, is, is okay, so <laughs> I remember. I remember the, the first time that I heard about Twitter and i was not in the country i was in argentina i was traveling and a friend of mine who you know i was traveling and this was 2007 mm -hmm. early 2007 so it was still the time where like yeah i had a computer with me but like you didn't have like wi-fi where you were staying in hotels and stuff like that like you had to go to like a internet cafe that's right oh, there was wow. no iphone there was no smartphone stuff like it was hard to be online unless mm -hmm. you really wanted to do that you know like if mm -hmm. you wanted to do that you know and spend all day doing that you could but it wasn't like just like oh yeah i've got my phone in my pocket it wasn't like that and a friend of mine got a hold of me and was like hey just secure your name on Twitter, you mm -hmm. know, just before somebody else does, like just do Sarah Lane. You know, I was like, oh God, I mean, is it really, you know, what is this? Because <laughs> I really didn't know. I had been pretty, pretty out of the loop because I had been traveling for an extended period of time at this point. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, but I, I signed up, got my name, um, glad I did, um, and glad that, you know, that friend helped me. But it's like, that seems like such a long time ago. Mm -hmm. And I have used, I have been vocal on Twitter less and less ever since, you know, those first couple of years where it felt like, oh, we're like in a private, you know, like cool, like nerd club, right? Like, <laughs> you know, we're mm -hmm. all just kind of, we're doing, we're like talking on a back channel and the rest of the world doesn't even know what's going on. It's not like that anymore. Mm -mm. It's, it's a, it's a, you know, it's a huge, not the only social network, clearly, but I mean, it is a huge 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 social network and i just think i don't really and i was i was not arguing about this with some other friends earlier today but we were arguing but i was sort of like you know so he burns it to the ground eh, you know like i think we'll all survive and mm -hmm. a few of my friends took me to task on that a little bit and said well hold on a second sarah i mean think about all of like you know 
you know, groups that are perhaps marginalized or otherwise, you know, use this as a way to disseminate good information. Sure. And if they were silenced, like, okay, sure, they have other options, but like, you have to build an audience. Like, there's, there's a whole, there's, this is, you know, it's, it's all a big process, right? Mm-hmm. You don't just co- kind of just be like, yay, everything works well. Like, you have to, you know, generate a following and, and all of that stuff. And I was like, you know, that's actually really, really a good point. And right now, at least at the time of this recording, like nothing is different, nothing, mm-hmm. except that people are all talking about the fact that Elon Musk bought Twitter. Mm-hmm. But it just makes me, it makes me, you know, it gives me a little pause, like, okay, all right, so this will either shake out and be more or less the same, or it'll change dramatically. Um, and Which is okay, what, too. Which is okay, too. And that is just how life goes. Exactly. And, we, you know, we're going to have other options. But, like, it's just, it's a pivotal, kind of a weird day. It, it is weird. And, and what's weird, I mean, I don't have to tell you about this news, but the fact that it wasn't really going to happen days ago because they were doing this whole poison pill thing. And then yeah. all of a sudden, he bought it. And so I'd be curious to have been in the boardroom when that was... Um, you know, when the decision was made, it's pretty fascinating that it was such a, a 180. But um, yeah, very interesting turn of events. But I, I don't know, I'm, I'm always for, I know a lot of people are really afraid of change. And I, I am close to a lot of people who they talk about it a lot. And they, yeah, they just they fear it, you know, to the point where, you know, you spend all this time worrying that something's going to change, and it may or may not. And then it's like this wasted amount of worrying. And you know, it might be amazing if like it is not the same Twitter. I mean, maybe I mean, think everything needs to change. Things can't stay the same. That's like one thing we know for sure is, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, he, he's either going to change it or someone else will. And hopefully he'll change it for the better. Yeah, indeed. It, it, honestly, uh, six months from now, maybe we will all be like, what were we so worried about? It's so much better. Totally. Or maybe he'll get us all into space. I mean, it's, it really no, I'm is. I'm not going to space. <laughs> no, I'm you, not either. You have fun up there. No. I'm not going to space. I don't want to go. <laughs> nope. 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 Yeah. Unless like they it. find. I like it on the ground. Yeah. Unless they find like some new planet that's like has rainbows every day and puppies and, and it's like has an awesome atmosphere <laughs> with like lots yes. of plentiful don't oxygen. Don't hold your breath, Heather. I'm not going to. <laughs> So I, did did we please remind me because mm-hmm. all the days blend together now? Did we talk about one hundred foot wave on the show last week? One hundred. Oh yeah, we did. Yeah, or maybe you you might have told me just. I offline. might have just told you. Yeah, in between. So documentary about uh, big wave surfers, like mm-hmm. toe in big mm-hmm. wave, sur- like like the biggest waves in the world, and um, it's. <laughs> I really enjoyed the documentary. I you, you kind of have. I to... tried to find it actually. It was was it on Netflix? Which platform? I I guess whatever. Well, well, we can Netflix or HBO. Hash it remember. out later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll hash it out later. But um, but the documentary series is called One Hundred Foot Wave, and I like surfing stuff. And but this is like scary surfing. You know mm-hmm. where you like you watch somebody and you're like, I want to puke. Yeah, totally. Like, like point like break. The, like, like the wave ooh. that you're surfing is just like way too. Like it's like yeah, great. You're like good at this, but like you're gonna get. Crushed. I would. I, I would rather die. Like, yeah. just put me out. Like, I don't even want to try. I would mm-hmm. never do that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, 
it's so though like i mean if you're an ocean person which i am um i love to be near the ocean i like to mm -hmm. look at the ocean heather you obviously live on the ocean yeah well that's you, you, you should come up and check it out yeah you know yeah you know you know how it is <laughs> but like it was funny as I was watching because there's like a series of I don't know there's like ten episodes or something in in, mm -hmm. in this documentary series, and you know you're you're watching quite a bit of surfing uh, content and I'm like why would anybody want to go to space like <laughs> you could just look at this I know totally like you know like you could do that like you don't even have to like be like some like crazy surfer person you know who's like you know risking their life you know out there it's like you could just look at that and why would you ever want to go to space so are you but so if you went to like a tropical island i knew you wouldn't be surfing big waves but like would you snorkel and like swim sure. with the turtles yeah. and like you're not too afraid of the ocean you wouldn't go too no. deep i'm i'm afraid of well i mean i don't know <laughs> if we're being honest i am afraid of drowning yeah so i don't want to be in wa like waves are just not my jam mm -hmm. but yeah snorkeling being in the water is my jam yeah just like not you're a good just, swimmer just not yeah like not like you know taking it all to the you know extreme like just no not for me but I'll be, the, I'll be on the <laughs> i'll be i'll be on the uh on on solid land being like yay go 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 you'll be you'll be in the pool at the bar you know just kind of half floating yeah. in the water and yeah in water. no i hear you i hear it's you i mean the most perfect. i've ever done is you know i have surfed a handful of times for sure and i but i've always mm -hmm. been a little nervous um and i won't surf up here uh, first of all it's too cold but you know there's there's sharks and there's been mm -hmm. sightings but there's lots of surfers up here i mean it's a very there's lots of great surf spots i grew up near santa cruz i was very exposed to surfing my first boyfriend was a, a pretty profesh uh, uh, surfer surfer dude um but uh, i want to watch that i i'm definitely gonna gonna watch it um i uh <laughs> so sarah um one more little topic i want to i want to run by you before we, right. we head out of here is uh so you know as you get older you you have re re reoccurring themes in your own life like that you i don't know patterns maybe that you continue to do over the years and they become more and more familiar as you get mm -hmm. older because they happen more often so you know this has been sort of a theme throughout my life and when people kind of ask you like what would be your dream job you know like what what would be like the ultimate and often mine i mean i, I could come up with a few but often mine would be like some kind of like film director or filmmaker or, you know some kind of creative in that field and it's mm -hmm. sort of what pushed me into going into television in the beginning because i you know, grew up, I've always loved movies. Um, we all know this. And on some levels in the early television days, it's just like we started, Sarah and I started in broadcast TV. So a lot of television producers were also kind of directors too, because you were almost in charge of, depending on what kind of producer you were, you know, if you ran a show, you were developing the ideas, you were developing the content, you were casting, mm -hmm. you were directing the talent, you were choosing the best take or you were you were trying you were the one that was coming up with the tone and the you even designed the set like at least you conceived of it that was one of the things i liked the most about my job was that kind of creative stuff and that went on for a lot of my career i mean all my jobs have been you know somewhat different you know versions of of those um you know some maybe more creative than others and 
I, throughout my life, when I've seen like a movie that really resonates with me, but like on a really, really core level, or I, I love listening to interviews with like directors specifically, um, not even really actors. Like I, I, it has to sort of be like, it's really the director that fascinates me because they're usually the one with the vision. And there's always a really interesting story behind like the making of something. And it's like something back in their childhood. I mean, it's just like, it's, it's like a psychological thing that I just love mm -hmm. hearing about. And so I was recently listening to an interview with Robert Eggers, who's a director. This was on Mark Maron, I think. And he's a director who I've been fascinated by for a while. He's sort of a newish director in the sense that, I mean, he's been around for a little while, but he did a movie called The Witch and a movie called The Lighthouse. And now he has a movie out called The Northman, which is definitely much more mainstream. You've probably seen, you know, billboard, billboards for it, but I think he's really brilliant and I didn't know much about him. And I went on this like deep dive with him about God, really, I mean, it was so good. And it was, I was just, you know, when you're listening to a podcast and you're just eating it up, like I just was fascinated by his whole creative process. And this, this is something I do all the time. Like I'll get really lost in a movie. Like um, recently I saw this incredible Norwegian movie called The Worst Person in the World. And it got some awards at Cannes and you know, just the, the, the main actress is really amazing. And I think you'll love it, Sarah, you should check it out. But it was yeah. everything I love in a movie. It was like funny and heady and philosophical and relatable. Something that I would be so proud if I made it, you know, it'd be something that like, if I were a focused person and like really disciplined, like I'd make a movie like that, you know what I mean? And I'd be like, man, yeah. and then I, then I want to go into like, well, who made this? Who are they? Who are they as a person? I'm fascinated, you know? So my long story short is I get these whims and I have throughout my life where I'm like, I really need to seriously consider getting back into doing more of this kind of directing and, or doing not necessarily feature films. I mean, shit, that'd be hard to break into, but I, I I've, you know, uh, many times in my life, I have considered like even going to school to become a director, but then I'm like really trying to make the distinction. Do I really want to be one and like do the thing, like be on set, make the movie or, or am I just so into the observer connoisseur um, sort of position like I am now where I like to I like to deconstruct it and analyze it and hear people talk about it and just enjoy that like yeah and, and to be yeah. to actually and I had this conversation with my boyfriend it's like he's like he put it really well because he has interviewed a lot of directors and a lot of people in the business he has a lot of friends who direct and he's like you have to be a masochist to be a like a director like that you have to want to fight and suffer like all the time for mm -hmm, everything. Mm -hmm. He's like, do you mm -hmm. want to do that? Do you, do you, and it's like, you really like break down. Cause I live in a fantasy world and think, oh, being a director is probably the most amazing creative thing in the world. I'd be so happy if I was a director, but then you got to really think about, well, what would that actually be like? Don't, maybe you just want to kick back and enjoy and deconstruct and analyze a good movie. Maybe that's really all you want. Cause you're so passionate about it. So I just thought it was kind of an interesting thing that I've kind of grappled with. Like, do I really want to be a director? I mean, I don't want to be a masochist. I don't think I am a masochist. I don't want to fight and suffer. That's not me. And I'm like, huh, that's kind of an interesting concept. You know, in, in theory, I want to be a director, but in practice, I don't know. I'd be curious to hear from you guys on this. What, do you have any reoccurring things, themes in your life that kind of come back and haunt you? Email mm -hmm. us at hi, have such, such a good day.com. You know, it's funny. And this is, this is a very, 
very loose comparison, mm-hmm. but and, and it's probably some sort of self-serving thing that I tell myself. But mm-hmm. you know, I am I am not a person who is flush with cash. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I can take care of myself. You mm-hmm. know, I yeah, I you know, I've got my pets. I pay for my life. All good. But you know, I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, I'm I got lots of money. Mm-hmm. I'll, people I know have lots of money. Mm-hmm. Um, Many people that I'm, you know, friends with and close with have a lot more money than me. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, we don't have to talk about that in great detail. But sometimes, I mean, the, you can kind of go like one of two ways. Like mm-hmm. kind of the way you're talking about with the directors. It's like, it would be so cool to have all that money, mm-hmm. you know. But at the same time, yeah, but with the money comes a lot of headaches. No money, mo problems. Yeah, and like money adjacent yeah. is sometimes like a pretty great place to be. It is. You yeah. know, where you're like, you can do fun stuff, you know, and, and and maybe maybe some doors are opened that wouldn't, you know, you wouldn't be able to open just on your own. Absolutely. But, but you're not carrying the burden mm-hmm. of the whole thing. Yeah. So, yeah. No, that's a good comparison, and I, I think that, also, some of these realms in these industries are like really you, you kind of have to be it has to be in the family. You know, it's all a lot of nepotism, you mm-hmm. know, and so maybe if my dad were a director, I would just naturally go into it because it was like, you know, kind of easy for me to do it. But um, but that isn't the case anyway. It's a, it's, it's a big conversation. It's something I think about a lot. And uh, I'll let you know if um, if I have any new revelations about it. <laughs> But in the meantime, yeah. (laughs) In the meantime, we would love for you to become a patron. If you're listening to the show and you say, "What's a patron?" I don't know. I like the show. It might be cool. (laughs) Patreon.com/slash/have such a good day is where you can find out more about directly supporting the show. This uh, offers you an ad-free feed. Um, among other things, at the $5 and up level, you can join our Discord, where we're chatting with our Discorders. What up, Discorders? What up? What up, fam? Um, and, 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 you know, all sorts of stuff. Uh, you don't have to... <laughs> the show is free. If you want it to be free, it will be free. Uh, you might hear ads, all good. We're just ha- glad to have you along, but we do have some options for you. So please do take that into consideration because we are trying to keep the lights on here. Um, also wanted to really quickly uh, shout out Seth G. Seth G reached out, said hi, said he's loving the show. Hope we're doing great. So thanks. Seth, we thanks hope for you're checking doing in as well. Yeah, yeah, I know. He, I think he was he was sort of an avid discorder for a while. But you know, people come and go, and that's totally cool. Uh, and yeah. you can be no. prolific. Or you, you, you do you. You do you. You, exactly. you want to watch Forrest Gump or not? Well, we don't care. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, like we, we all we want is for you there, to do but... what's best for you. <laughs> <laughs> we do. We want you to have such a good day. Seriously, we really do. I mean, then the whole. Speaking of have such a good day, we're going to go ahead and wrap up this episode, episode 146. Thanks everybody for for listening and and being on this crazy ride with us. We're going to do it all again we next week. Love episode ya. 147. We really do love you. And until next week, I will remain Sarah, and I will be the one and only Heather Frank. All others get off my lawn. <laughs> have such a good day. Such a good day. <laughs> Later.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.